Hello, and welcome to top stories from r slash tifu, also called today I fucked up. Reddit readings, episode 8. Now streaming, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor, welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Bieras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Today I fucked up by connecting to my housemate's Bluetooth speaker while she was having sex. This happened yesterday, but I didn't really know how to explain it until now. It was my university's homecoming this weekend, so everybody was getting super drunk and just having a good time. During the day, my one housemate told me she was gonna be bringing someone home that night which I was totally fine with. By the time she brought him over, I was in my bed trying to fall asleep. Her room is right beside mine so I was already thinking that I would be able to hear them. But I just figured they would try to be quiet. Once they got to her room, I could hear the bed creaking a couple minutes after. Me being tired and wanting to drown out the noise, I decided... I'll just put on my Bluetooth headphones so I can't hear them. Now usually my phone also connects to my headphones, but this time was different. I saw that my phone had connected to something, but didn't bother checking that it was my headphones. I opened Instagram for a nice nightly browse, only to find out that the first video on my timeline wasn't playing audio. I thought my phone volume was low so I turned it all the way up. I was genuinely confused but began to hear a faint noise through the wall. By the time I realized my headphones weren't playing audio, it was too late. The Monsters Inc. theme started playing extremely loud from the other room. I promptly disconnected my phone and I hear a bang on my wall following a scream of, Is that you fucking with my speaker? I was speechless. I didn't say anything because I couldn't believe what had just happened. It turns out that earlier in the day, I had connected to her speaker to play music and that's what my phone auto-connected to. After the guy left her room. I tried to explain to her what happened, but she is convinced that I intentionally did it. They didn't even finish having sex because I killed the mood, and now she's extremely pissed off at me. Today I fucked up by sleeping in an ashtray for 7 months obligatory. This has been happening over the course of a year. Let me start off by saying I am allergic to nicotine, tobacco. I found out when I was 18 at a hooker lounge when my airways became very restricted. I was eventually tested and holy shit, allergic to nicotine my boyfriend's family, him, mother, father, and brother, all lived under one roof and three out of the four smoked cigarettes indoors. My boyfriend smoked for 10 years and quit for the last 7 years. When we go over to his parents house, I am always sneezing, my skin always gets a rash, and my eyes are always bloodshot. My boyfriend is now experiencing some discomfort as well now that he is no longer living in a chimney. Well in February we had a debate on whose bed we would be bringing to the new house. We ultimately decided on his, because mine had springs and he can't sleep on a bed with springs. I didn't want to take his at all. I was actually really upset that we were taking his. Mine was fucking expensive. It is 10 years old whereas mine was 2 years old. But whatever. It was easier to move his since he lived 4 miles from where we were moving into. And my mattress was about an hour from where we were moving to. We moved on and I caved, 
Living together has been way better than expected and we have been saving for a new mattress since we moved in. Ever since I moved in I have always felt under the weather. Stuffy knows literally 100% of the time. My stomach is always turning every single day. Headaches are non-stop. My skin has broken out quite a bit since moving in. I chalked it up to my autoimmune disorder. I will always get sick easier and it will last longer and hit me harder. My mom has been begging me to go to a hospital for months. But you know it's America. My copay is high and I just don't have the financial means. I have been waking up with nosebleeds every other night to the point the inside of my nose is just a bunch of scabs and they are always cracking from being so dry. So they bleed all the time. I finally went to a doctor last week. I was told I am having an inflamed reaction to something. I can't figure out what it is. I know my allergies and what I can and cannot have. So why is this happening? Fast forward to Sunday the 22nd. We bought a brand new California King mattress. Whoa. Are we so happy? It is now Wednesday the 25th. My scabs in my nose are healed. My stomach is fine. My headaches are gone. My skin is clearing up more each day. I am a new person. Then it hit me. I've been sleeping in a bed that was surrounded and engulfed in cigarette smoke for the last decade. I have literally been sleeping in an ashtray and never thought about the fact that I have felt like shit for so long because of this decision. I should have kept my mattress and I would have never had to go through all this hell since February. Today I fucked up by getting blackout drunk. The fuck up happened at about 1.30am. So it actually did happen today. Neat. Let's start at the beginning. Last night my girlfriend and I went out with a few friends. We started the night at a small local bar, having some drinks before going to see a concert later on a few blocks down. By the time we left, I was two beers and two shots in and I had a pretty solid buzz going. At the concert, I downed another three or four beers. I lost count. It was a good time. I hadn't been out in a while so I was really enjoying myself. The concert ends and we all part ways. On the walk back to my girlfriend's car I black out. When I wake up, my girlfriend is on her hands and knees in the middle of my room with paper towels and toilet paper, yelling at me about how there is just piss everywhere. I have no fucking clue what she is talking about and I try to get her to explain but all she keeps saying is that I got it everywhere. Keep in mind, I am still decently drunk at this point and cannot comprehend anything that is happening. Finally, she starts to tell me that I got up out of bed, walked to the bathroom door and grabbed the handle. But then I let the handle go and I walked straight back into my room. Let the fuck up commence. I start pissing. She assumes that I'm peeing in a trash can that she had brought for me to puke in, but the sound isn't quite right so she leans over to have a look. My floor is wetter than a goddamn rainforest. I pissed on my goddamn floor, hardwood, and all over the side of my bed. She's trying to stop me, but I keep moving away and telling her stop. Stop. My mom doesn't have a bed sheet. After that, I crawled back into bed and about 10 or 15 minutes later, I woke up. There is no logical conclusion to this story. I'm still processing it. I'm embarrassed. I'm amused. I'm confused. And part of me wants to burn my house down and never look back. My life from this point on will never be the same. All I have now are memories from my pre-piss days. Today I fucked up by flashing my breasts, not realizing I was being recorded on an interview exam for a new job. I've been in the very early stages of interviewing at this company for about 3 weeks now. 
Early stages feels like I joke because I've had at least three interviews with their recruiter so far. As part of the hiring process for Company X, you have to meet with the recruiter, take a personality test, take a logical reasoning test, interview with the hiring manager, complete a case study, present to a panel, and then individually interview with the whole team. It's a lot. I also think this it's a bit ridiculous, but I really hate my job. What can you do? Anyway, I pass the early interview parts with my recruiter, and he informs me I'm ready for the next step, the personality and logical reasoning tests, to ensure I'm not cheating on these tests, and because they don't want me to come in for a proctored test, I have to use their software to record myself taking the exam from my computer's camera. Now, when I'm not spending my time applying for new jobs, I'm working from home for my current job, because I WFH. I'm not always the most presentable, we're talking sweats 100% of the time and showers only 45% of the time. I look bummy, I'm a bummy girl who works from home. To be clear though, I'm not unhygienic or filthy, just bummy. Anyway, I didn't take this into consideration when I opened up my computer for these tests. I really didn't take it into consideration when I opened up the program to begin the tests. I only took it into consideration when staring back at me on the screen was my greasy, messy bun and my four sizes too big, holy sweatshirt. And then, because apparently I have no shame, I decided to watch myself sniff the neck of my sweatshirt to even see if it's clean. It wasn't. This was a super sobering moment. Guys, I really wanted to put on a semi-good impression here. So, I stood up from my workspace aka my bed to make myself a little more presentable. While getting up, I haphazardly moved my computer, which had been on my lap, off to the side with the screen facing the open part of my room. I took off my super holy sweatshirt to put on something a little nicer. That's when I realized I wasn't wearing a bra. Why would I be? I'm WFH, remember, and the shirt I'd planned to quickly throw on wouldn't work without one. I started rummaging around in my dresser for a bra. I pull one out. Put it on. Dig through my closet for that single shirt I was looking for. Find it. Put it on. Bam. Ready. I flopped back down on my bed to take the exam. Looking at least 67% better. Getting myself all situated. I went to push record to start the exam. There was no record button. Instead, there was a red light in the corner and a timer counting up. It read something like 0 hours, 9 minutes, and 4 seconds. It had been recording the entire time, the whole time, me cringing at my reflection, recorded, me smelling my sweatshirt, recorded, me dicking around my room with my titties out, recorded, I had been topless for a solid 6 minutes of that 0 hours, 9 minutes, and 4 seconds time, for an eternally long 6 minutes, my titties had been out, flopping around, being recorded. I can only imagine what my face looked like on that camera when I realized. I definitely whisper spoke, fuck, and stared at the red little light for a while. Maybe a blacked out? I don't know. What I did know in that moment was that I was really fucked. The recorded video submitted when you closed the window. There was nothing I could do. And then, because I'm a dumbass, I went ahead and finished the tests and submitted it all. So, that's it. There you have it. I might now have nudes on the internet, I might get my recruiter fired for NSFW videos, or, who knows, I might get the job. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. 
on our podcast, Disturbed Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there. Today I fucked up picking up the wrong person from the airport and getting pulled over at gunpoint by the police. I live near a smaller airport and I help out at the local Turkish community center. I'm white but I go to a free dinner they do every other Thursday and it is amazing. So I chose to volunteer every once in a while. Set up. Take down. Help older people out. The usual volunteer at a center thing. I've met a ton of awesome people and they are a blast to hang out with. So last week. I was tasked to pick up an older woman flying in from Turkey as she was the guest of honor at a fundraiser they were having. I was told she knew little to no English and I wasn't the first choice to go get her. I was just the only one available seeing everyone else had bigger jobs to do. They give me a sign with her surname on it, her flight number, and a general description of what she looked like. Whiteboard in hand and a little hesitant. I set off for the airport ready to get my cargo. I pull up to the international gate and immediately an Eastern European woman standing all alone. I get out with my sign that says, Demir, and she smiles with great joy, points at the sign, points at herself and without hesitation, loads her bags in the car and hops in. Last name? Check. Eastern European? Check. Not much English? Check. Can't believe my luck. I pull out of the airport and immediately head in the direction of the Turkish center with my passenger all buckled up ready for the 35 minute drive. About 15 minutes into the ride, she pulls out her phone and begins to rustle around. She calls someone and frantically speaks in Turkish. I'm thinking she left something on the plane or at home. I felt bad but I couldn't do anything about it at the time. I was driving in the freeway 10 minutes later. I'm off the freeway and a cop passes. He immediately flips a bitch. Lights me up and I pull over. At this point I'm freaking out and when I turn around, I see the lady has Ubered out. And upon further inspection, I'm not the Uber driver. The cop tells me to get out and I am taken down very fast. By a plethora of cops, handcuffed, and put in the back of a squad car with zero information. My head hurts from the slam against the ground and I'm fully aware of the kidnapping situation I'm in. After about 15 minutes of the lady screaming in Turkish to the police and other cars arriving, an officer opens the door and asks me my story. I ask him to use my phone to contact the Turkish center and the lead woman comes down to explain what happened. Little did I know, Demir, is one of the most common surnames in all of Turkey. So when the lady, her first trip to America see that I have her name, 
She figures I'm the Uber driver ready to pick her up. She knows how to use Google Maps and saw we were headed in the opposite direction of her intended destination. My heart is still going 10,000 beats a minute while another car with a friend from the center, and what could be the real, Demir, pulls up. After a discussion that I'm not a part of takes place, the cops get me out of the car, unhandcuff me and everyone, including the kidnapped woman, seems to be laughing, except me. I am in disbelief as of to what just happened and I definitely sweated through my entire outfit. We get back to the Turkish center and the story spread like wildfire. Everyone comes up to me with a hug, a laugh, and a drink. I got drunk drunk. Today I fucked up by asking my neighbor, who died, so this happened like 2 hours ago, but it needs some preface. About 3 weeks ago my neighbor saw me dressed in all black leaving for work and he asked me, who died. I laughed. He laughed. We all had a good time. Today, I'm heading to my car, and I see him and his wife dressed in all black so I obviously asked, who died? His wife breaks down and starts hardcore crying. Turns out her mom had just died. She then proceeds to lecture me about making fun of death as she is still crying at a 6 out of 10. Her husband never said anything about the fact that he made the same joke 3 weeks ago, which is fine. I wouldn't have either. So now I'm gonna avoid her forever. I know it's not the craziest fuck up, but now I'll respect death forever. Today I fucked up by giving myself an unfortunate nickname obligatory this didn't happen today. A while back I got out of the navy. That old saying is true. Swear like a sailor. I applied for a program called, Helmets to Hard Hats, that finds jobs and skilled labor trades for veterans. My father is good friends with a guy who is in charge of the local branch of an elevator company, so I applied to the International Union of Elevator Constructors and was granted an interview. Union interviews, as I am told, usually consist of several prominent members of the union. I'm this case it included my father's friend, so I show up to the interview and sit down with five high-ranking union members. My name is Richard, my dad's friend says, so Richard, what do you like to go by? Rick, Ricky, Richard, Dick, before I could stop myself I sarcastically replied, it's cock, actually, I pretended like everything was normal and the interview continued after an awkward pause, I did get the job and was admitted as an apprentice, everyone still calls me cock. Today I fucked up by booty calling my crush unintentionally, this actually happened today, about 20 minutes ago, I don't know what to do with myself, so here I am. So my crush recently moved across the country, I'm still pretty hung up on him, and we chat every once in a while, I never talked to him about my feelings, and he never discussed any potential feelings he had for me so whatever, I'm still bummed that he's gone, but that's besides the point, we called each other yesterday to catch up, talked about how things are going on our respective states, I was bumming pretty hard today from our chat last night and was bored, so why not flick the bean, right? I started thinking about him while getting things going. What I wasn't aware of, was that my phone was underneath me. I don't know if the little eye assistant that lives in my phone heard me say his name and decided to call him, or if I had hit the call last number button. Either way, once I had finished, I picked up my phone and saw his name across the top of my screen. I had been in a call with him for about 10 minutes. I immediately turned my phone completely off. I have no idea if he picked up and was listening. Or if I just left him the lewdest 10 minute voicemail of all time. It's also just now occurring to me that maybe he called me. 
But yeah, I'm mortified and I don't know how to bring it up, if I should even bring it up. Today I fucked up by playing a video of a man having sex with a chicken. During my flight this happened a couple days ago and I just wanna say this before I get to it, if the two people sitting beside me see this, I'm so sorry, I work in construction and sometimes things said and done get a little weird. Well there is this joke going around that one of our co-worker likes to have sex with chickens. Yes I know, he laughs too, and jokes with it too, well. Someone found an actual video of some random guy fucking a chicken and made us believe it was our coworker. The video was sent to me and ended up in my gallery automatically. I was taking a 4 hour flight to go home after a long work shift I was absolutely exhausted. I got the middle seat of a 3 seat row so I was in between 2 complete strangers. After takeoff I paid for wifi so I can write some emails and messages to friends home on whatsapp. This is where I really screwed up. I was attaching a picture to one of my message, and after opening the gallery on my phone, I sneezed, sneezing in the middle of two people on economy flights is awkward already, I had snot all over my hand so I put the phone down on the plane tray, not noticing I accidentally clicked on the chicken video, I pushed the assistance button to get some tissues, not realizing the bigger issues, I didn't look at my phone on the tray once. I was staring at the flight attendant to really get her attention. It took good minutes before the flight attendant came over. My right hand was, again full of snot, so she put the tissues down, on top of my phone. I picked them up and died inside. There was this video of a dude fully penetrating his ding dong into a chicken for at least a whole minute playing on my phone in the view of the two people beside me. Yes. Today I fucked up by losing track of where my dog is. So I live with my family and my dog spends her nights in my room which means walking her in the mornings is usually my responsibility. This morning, obligatory this actually happened today, I went downstairs and opened the door to let the dog out first before putting on shoes and grabbing my keys, in case she was bursting to go. I got up quite late since I graduated high school and pretty much just lounge about helping out at home. She can do it outside rather than in the house. By the time I'd gotten ready though the dog was nowhere to be seen. Now, I wasn't too concerned since she can't get past the locked gate, so I knew she wasn't lost. After searching the garden I figured she must have done what she needed to do, and snuck back in to get another nap in, she's a lazy papa. I went back inside and, since the rest of the house was still asleep, or so I thought, I didn't want to yell for her, so I resorted to check each room. So the sleeping arrangements in my family is kind of unusual. I have a small sister who doesn't like to spend the night alone. So she chooses a parent to spend the night with in the double bed. While the remaining parent is banished to her room with the twin size bed. I get my own room. After checking the dog is not in mine or the small bedroom. I figured she'd gone to snuggle with my sister and dad in the big bedroom. So I went in to drag her out because damn it I was determined to get my morning walk. In I went. And it took me about 30 seconds to realize my mistake. The silhouette in the single bed had been way too small to be my mum. They must have gotten up. Carried my sleeping sister to her own room. My mum snuck in with my dad. Because there they were. On the double bed. Going at it. Turns out 30 seconds wasn't fast enough to piece the story together because just as I realized and panicked and tried to leave. My mum looks up and we make solid eye contact while I'm pretty sure my dad's dick was still inside her. Not that I was keen to verify or think about it. I was catatonic at this point and my brain shut down and I just turned on my heels and left. 
with a deadpan expression this whole time. My sister is no longer allowed to sleep in the big bedroom. And yes, turns out the dog was indeed in the room at the time. Today I fucked up by mistaking my coffee thermos for my wife's obligatory this didn't happen today, but happened a while back. So for Christmas, my wife got her and me matching coffee thermoses. Hers was copper tinted, mine was stainless steel apart from that they were identical. I loved it, but after a while, being the absent-minded person that I am, mine goes missing. No biggie, I said to myself, my wife is staying home today, I'll just take her thermos to work, so I fixed me up a nice thermos full of black coffee, and headed out the door to work. This particular day was rather busy, and I had meetings back to back pretty much all morning. I had my thermos and laptop in tow, and was migrating from one conference room to another, when I realized I needed to run to the urination station. So I dropped off my laptop and thermos, ran and relieved myself, then stopped back by my cubicle to pick up a couple of reports for the meeting. While sorting the papers at my desk, I reach over and grab for my thermos and take a big swig of coffee. Immediately, a few alarms and thoughts went through my head. This coffee got pretty cold pretty fast today, that's odd. Also I don't remember putting any cream or sugar in it this morning, that's odd. Also what is this texture? At this point, still mid-gulp, I shift my eyes down to the top of the thermos, which has a clear plastic lid, and I notice a very large floating blob of mold, which I had just taken a sizable chunk out of. Also I notice the thermos is stainless steel, not copper colored. This was my coffee that had been sitting on my computer desk, in plain sight, for a month. Oh no, I thought as I immediately reached for the trash can to try and lurch the coffee back out, but to my disappointment it would not come back up. So I run to the bathroom and try a full on puking position to try and get it back up. Again no luck. I just knew I was going to get deathly ill. But actually I didn't get sick beyond the mental stress of having just consumed an entire family of slimy, chunky, bold spores, and rotten cream. Thank you for listening to Reddit Weedings episode 8. If you enjoyed it, consider subscribing. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookyScienceSisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you and stay spooky.